Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Chairgate. And I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from Austin, Texas. I am unfortunately still with my co-host, Dakota Drake. Dakota, who do we got as a guest? Oh, man, the legend king of trucks himself from the Garage Guy fam, Dale Tanhart. Dale, tell us what you got, brother. Man, I uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. You guys have a stick operation over here. Man, all I got right now is a delicious natural light Pilsner tall boy. It's got some dip in it. It's nice, beat up, and rugged, just like yours truly all right cheers let's get into it hey let's get it what's up it's chair getting coming at you live hello come right in All right, what up, what up? here we are. Everything seems to be working. Um, we got the comments rolling in, so I know it's working. The best hey, podcast what around. Up, Jacob? Around where? Around South Georgia? We probably are the best <laughs> podcast there, I mean, to be fair. All right. I like that little feature. Oh, this is yeah. legit. Yeah. yeah um, a, a rule that we have on this show is whenever I put a comment up on the screen, we have to take a drink. Yeah, it's a sip for comment for sip kind of type yep. deal. Uh, I need another beer. Golly. Yeah, oh, yeah. You should have. I hope you came prepared. Probably, so. I'll kill like a six pack in one fucking episode. It's it's yeah. dangerous. By, by the end of I, it, we're like, uh, hey, man, NASCAR. Oh, yeah. I by the end, it. we're rambling. I don't know how much I can do tonight. I'm really got to. <laughs> You gotta yeah. cleanse. You gotta stay cleansed and fresh for. Yeah, you're probably still feeling that, a little darling. That's true. So why don't we why don't we discuss this? Okay, you you have joined the um, Garage Guy Fantasy team. Uh, I've been buddies with Chase for a while now. I think he came on my show like a year ago or something. So I've been keeping up with all that. I saw when you joined the team, really liked your content, and I feel like now you're kind of the stud of that team. Don't tell Chase. Uh, so why don't, why don't you discuss what y'all are up to right now? I see you're playing cornhole. Yeah. Is that the best uh, way to describe it? You're just, you're playing cornhole. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Chase did an excellent job. You know how marketable that guy is. Yeah. He's Jesus. Job Powerhouse. With, with the garage guys brand as has chef. And I just sit here and drink beer and, um, just look pretty for the camera, I guess. I don't know, but, <laughs> uh, no, they, they, they've done an awesome job and, uh, we've got a great deal with, uh, inside tailgating who's hopped on board and we've literally hopped on board, uh, in an RV, uh, sponsored by the ACL, the American cornhole league and a few other partners, uh, Duke cannon. Um, it's a crazy deal. I, I can't believe chase pulled it off. I mean, his confidence. <laughs> level and, yeah, and I can't either. Insane. So. We've got an awesome uh, schedule 
ahead that started with Darlington last weekend, uh, as you guys may have seen. Um, yep. there he's in Pennsylvania right now, and I'll be meeting him uh, in Dover uh, tomorrow, late tomorrow nice. night. Big Daddy. Uh, we go, yeah, we go from Dover, I believe, to Circuit of the Americas, and then the Indy Five Hundred. So you're going to be in Austin. Yes, I plan on being. Okay, all. so we're we're gonna we're gonna be hanging out. I've already talked to Chase. We're meeting up. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely. I wasn't sure if you're gonna be attending. So are you? Uh, I know Chase. Uh, this is like what he does for a living now, like full time. So he he is doing this gung ho. Uh, but you are still working. But you're gonna be going to all these races with him as well. Yeah, it's God it's just, damn. Well, here's yeah. the deal. Look. We're young guys, okay, it, and it, it's a can't miss opportunity. You know? Yeah, no, I don't blame you, dude. I'll go, I'll go sleepless to have this opportunity provided, you know, for us and for our brand. Um, are so you having it, to take off work for this at all, or are you just literally making it work? You're just like taking uh, last second flights. So, um, fun fact: I'm actually scared of flying. I haven't flown much <laughs> in my life. That I is a fun it. fact. I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll drink to that too. <laughs> Is it, is it when you're like in the airplane? Is it like taking off? Is there a specific I've, thing? I've only flown like three times and my first two experiences weren't bad. And then the last one, I don't know what it was, but I just had incredible anxiety the whole time. And it was a smooth flight. So I don't know what it is. It's just a mental game. Like there, I don't have a problem with takeoff. I don't have a problem with landing. It's just, ah. It's is just, it the it's thought of terrifying. nothing being under you? Just death yeah, underneath yeah. you? Not, just instant death. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm not scared of heights. You know, I've never been a guy that's scared of heights. Or Interesting. Anything. It's just the thought of like, boom, you could die like that. And it, I'm a big stats guy. So it's so irrational for me to, to think that way. Like I can't, it's such a contradiction to the way my brain is wired. Like I hate myself for that. So helicopters, not, helicopters is where you got to worry. Right. Well, or private, well only if you're a celebrity, regular people don't die in helicopters. Celebrities die in helicopters. Athletes, right. celebrities. Right. So you should be fine in a helicopter. I don't think you're famous enough yet. No, not even close. No. Okay. We're not, we're so not, not for discussion. Not so you're close. you're actually flying out. Is Chase like actually on that RV going from race to race? Chase is manning the RV from race to race. <laughs> I need to do some like documentation of him driving. Yeah, what keeps, is going on? He keeps just being like Hey, I'm at here now. I'm like, it's well, pure content, driving? man. I yeah, you yeah. drive this thing. I know they got they got something cooking. Last week was experimental and extreme. Yeah. Dude, that, that the video, one. the video, you know the one. It was fucking class. I've watched it like 20 times. Just him <laughs> doing like doing that with the song. I was like, dude, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. I, so I was filming that and I he in the middle of the race, he was like, Hey, just grab the camera or do this real quick. I was looking at him. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he doing? This is so dumb. Like, yeah. well, I don't, I don't get it. And then, like, I look up <laughs> on like three hours later, and it's got, um, God, like three hundred retweets and seven thousand views. And I'm like, holy shit! And then I watched yeah. it. Music, uh, Sandstorm. I was like, all right, this is this is pretty good. perfect. I, so yeah, I, courtesy to me for filming that. I'll take the. <laughs> Go ahead and take the notes. So, uh, are y'all just like parking the RV in the campsite areas, like where people are partying and shit? Um, are you in the? I don't know how tracks are with infield right now, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm not as much involved in the negotiations with that. 
but I do know the people or that we're kind of doing this for the inside tailgating. Uh, they are picking out the spots. Now they, they did ask That's me for nice. 5,500 because I go to the Indy 500 every single year, by the nice, way, greatest, greatest sporting event on earth. Uh, I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to check that one off. As much as I is big on NASCAR, like NASCAR first, the Indy 500 is unprecedented in how phenomenal of an event it is for, I go for a full week. That's Hell why I want yeah. every single year. But um, yeah, I gave some advice on where we could get the camper at for the Indy 500. Um, Cause like you said, it's cornhole. I mean, they're, they're, they're not, I don't know what their racing background is, how familiar they are with racing campgrounds compared to, I mean, you got like the ball and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, yeah. just typical NASCAR and, and racing is so unique. It offers such a unique package um, that I don't know. I just don't know how involved they have been, but at the end of the day, just to sum that up, we're going to try to get the best spots where we can have the, the biggest flow of traffic and right. opportunity to have uh, adequate fan interaction. So, A lot of times, too, that's that's not the infield. A lot of times that's out in you know the public campgrounds or something where people are parking. Yeah, um, cool. instead of paying you know a lot of money to get into the infield. Like right. Indianapolis, I think, is pretty expensive. But oh, Indianapolis anywhere and have an unbelievable time same with talladega you knew that with talladega too but there's something yeah. there's nothing like the boulevard of talladega i know I, that's what i was gonna bring up actually um all right well that's cool everybody check out you know do you have any uh handles or anything you want to shout out for where people can find you and your content yeah absolutely uh first and foremost yours truly dale tanhart on twitter instagram tiktok uh, Garage Guy Chase, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Chef Boy or Dean, Twitter, Instagram. Don't know. Don't think he's a big TikTok guy. But Dude, he, that's one thing. We need to me get, either. When you get Chef Boy or Dean on here, man, he's got the mad. Scientist. I know. He's the mad scientist of the best, dude. Hundred yeah, percent. But then, obviously, uh, <laughs> Garage Guys Fancy Sports run all platforms, and then um, Inside Tailgating for for you know being such an awesome partner with us already. It's been such. It's only been a couple weeks or so since we've thrown this together but well uh, i'm excited to meet up with y'all in austin and see what what is going on with this whole situation um be prepared for me to be making content also and then y'all can make content and then we'll just be like videotaping each other 100 i'm trying to get i'm trying to get old rattlesnake here to fly out for uh nashville shut up i'm trying to get you to come to austin you (laughs) i can't i gotta work i gotta work yeah 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 i don't want to hear it i'm supposed to meet up with i'm gonna meet meet up with you guys at nashville and uh i'll take the second part of that torch well nashville is something we'll definitely be talking about here in a second but first first i wanted to talk about is actually something you want to talk about dakota let's not lie this is something you text me. You want to discuss the uh, future street races um, mixed with so, road courses. Where do we start? I mean, so like they've been talk- petitioning this Mexico City, Denver, or, you know, Canada, whatever we want to talk about. Street coursing, Chicago maybe. I'm all for like, you know, let's branch out and go new tracks. I didn't say street course. I don't think anybody freaking said street course. Uh Okay, y'all want to entertain it? I like the Bristol Dirt Race we've talked about. I'll go along with it. Whatever. We'll see what happens. But if we're going to do a street course, let's pick one and do one. I don't want to sit here and go to all these street courses. 
We're already doing seven road courses on the schedule. Are we going to do seven road courses and a street course? Is that eight road courses? Are we going to do three more street courses? Is that ten road course races? Yeah, because like, how far it's, is it? It sounds much? like it sounds like they don't want to just stop at one street course. I mean, they're they're no. throwing out so many options. Um, obviously, you know my opinion. I think that's a stupid fucking idea, and I hate it, and <laughs> I don't like it. Um, but that being said, they definitely aren't listening to my opinion when it comes to this. So they're going to do it regardless of what I think. I think it's going to end up oh, it's terrible. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I think it's going to end up terrible. I've said also for since they've rumored this that even Coda, the the racing at Coda is going to be bad. So we'll see what that's like in a couple weeks. Um, I think I... street course is a bad idea. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I, I, I'll entertain the idea because I'm all about the growth of NASCAR. Now, so there's pros and cons to this, okay? So I think the biggest pro that I know, obviously NASCAR is looking at this, is the growth. Uh, penetrating a market like Denver would be huge. Um, Mexico City, possibly. Uh, Chicago, I hate the Chicago idea because there's a perfectly good racetrack there that has always Totally agree. Better. Totally agree. Now, uh, the con, the biggest con to me wouldn't be the possibility of bad racing because I've always loved road courses. Um, Sonoma's, gotten, Sonoma's gotten a little more stale over the years <laughs> besides the Tony Stewart win against Dude, Danny I Hale. hate the, I hate the carousel. I'm not a carousel fan. Yeah, I'm not either. I like the, I like the original. I like the style. traditional layout. Yep. Watkins Glen is incredible. It's a bucket list race that I would love to go to. Oh, we'll get there. Um, the biggest con I see in this is that NASCAR, I think, loses some of its identity compared to the other premier auto racing oh. sanction bodies. In That's exactly Florida. what I was going to mention. Yes. Because um, obviously Formula One and IndyCar, Formula One 100%, obviously. Right. IndyCar uh, is a mixed bag. In between, right. Courses, if you look at their schedule. Uh, well, I don't know. It's It's been changing, especially with COVID in 2020. I'm not exactly sure what their schedule looks like. I'd be lying if I did. But IMSA, supercars, I mean, everything else. NASCAR is like yeah. the one racing uh, league that like focuses specifically on ovals, short tracks, super speedways, just fucking turning left. Um, yeah. And so that's <laughs> been my thing the whole time. 
and I love that. If we can just keep it, you know, keep predominantly staying on ovals and a decent amount of road courses in there, I'm okay with it because I, I, I love road course racing. I think it's good for the future and expansion of NASCAR. I really actually do. I think that's, uh, I think a lot of people would think that's, would think that's an unpopular opinion, but when you see, when you look at the interest that formula one and IndyCar have and the growth that they're going through is uh, actually a lot higher than what NASCAR is growing, going through in growth right now. Now I think NASCAR is, well, that, NASCAR, I mean, can we, can we compare those two? Cause the numbers are astronomically different though. I mean, that's like, absolutely. that's like absolutely. me having like $10 and getting handed a five and saying like, wow, look at that growth compared to a guy with a hundred dollars getting handed the five and saying like, well, he didn't grow that much. It's like, yeah, but that yeah. guy has $105. I mean, that's a good point, but NASCAR doesn't want to be blockbuster. You see what I, you can compare the idea of. Netflix yeah, but there's not a, there is there, is there a Netflix to NASCAR's blockbuster? Because I don't, I, I think. Yeah, I actually pers- think NASCAR is. And if you, if you look. But uh, IndyCar is a different car entirely. I mean, that's a different racing entirely. Like there's no other well, stock car league. The common, the common sports fan doesn't see it that way, though, I think. I think the common sports fan would see, hey, this is just racing. Obviously, big-time you know, auto racing guys totally see different. You're open wheel versus uh, stock car. But NASCAR is trying to do more to get the common sports fan in. And the common sports fan doesn't differentiate IndyCar from NASCAR or dirt cars or late models or street stocks. They really don't. And I have a lot of friends that have obtained interest into racing, a lot because of my bets and the, a lot of the money that I've won people. Uh, right. Hell yeah. Uh, and I, that's actually being completely honest. Like as much as I, as my hand, as my Twitter brags and as much as you see me brag in my videos, it's actually true because people used to shit on me growing up for loving NASCAR. <laughs> being that one guy that loved NASCAR. I think we've all been there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, now a lot of those people are coming around because – did yeah. you grow up in Mississippi though? This is my only. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? I know. Yeah, I would think that's like one of the few places where it's like that's very common. Right, like everybody should love NASCAR. No, I, I used to wonder watching. I'm just thinking like what good example 2006, 2007, when um, probably the end of the boom of the 2000s when everything was still full. I would look at TV and see just sold out crowds like standing room only. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I would complain to my parents. And be like, why did none of my friends like NASCAR? And ten years later, I mean, it, it's become more apparent, I guess, because the popularity kind of waned uh, into the teens. But the point is, NASCAR needs to reach the common sports fan, and the common sports fan doesn't differentiate series as much. So, I, and I have people that tell me all the time, like they think that IndyCar, Formula One, is a lot cooler than NASCAR, and that is totally okay if they have that opinion. Dude, um, I'm not going to lie. Go ahead. Bro, we went to Waffle House on Sunday, and we were waiting in line, and I look over, and I see this, like, probably 18-year-old-looking kid, and he's watching his phone. I just, like, kind of glance, and I seen like, cars go by, and I was like, what's he watching? And he was literally live-streaming the F1 race. And I'm I mean, like, he was sitting there watching the F1 race, and I was like, dude, holy shit, like, that's me with NASCAR I mean, that's I was all... somehow missing a race. But I was like, he's watching F1. I've never seen an F1 fan in the wild in my life. I mean, that's all fine and well, but like at the end of the day, you want like good product on the track. And I just think NASCAR hasn't been the best. I mean, let's not, you know, obviously, (laughs) I think that's the whole reason I have this fucking podcast is to complain about NASCAR. But I would say NASCAR races are more entertaining than the F1 races. 
You know, I, I'm trying I, to get, I've tried to get an F1. And I've then I'm tried. Like, hey, when's the F1 race? They're like, it was at 7 this morning. And I'm the like, fact what? That, the well, fuck? the fact that like other uh, fan, fans of other racing will, will joke about like, well, NASCAR only turns left. I'm like, yeah, and yet it's still more entertaining than you're racing. Like, that's what blows my mind. And so, I mean, I, I don't think the just turning left thing is necessarily a bad thing. I think you can get way more entertaining racing uh, just on an oval than you could on a road course, depending on, you know, the package, the track they're on, uh, the the talent in the cars. So, so, so the rattlesnake kind of the, the dark side, and I'm the good side to hear the <laughs> NASCAR as he shoots yeah, on it. I mean, that's right. Go back and forth, but uh, dude, I love racing. I even through the teens, like I I've never let up. I've grown more and more attached every year. Dylan has mercy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so I've never. I'm not. I'm not on the the. You know, I'm not. Yeah, Dale road course. Dale Earnhardt only has one road course win. He only has one road course oh, win. Uh, um, I'm not in the camp that NASCAR shouldn't have any road courses. I think it's okay to mix it up because some drivers are better at road courses. Like Dale dominates, but he he isn't good at road courses. That's fine. Um, but honestly, like I know this is probably crazy. I think like three is enough. Like that's all I would want. I would I'm want like, like three, three, three to five. I'm okay with. Okay, five. I, you know, I would even be okay with that. But like, if we're talking about like seven, nine, like I'm just like, dude, yeah, what are we doing? You're about to cross some fucking lines. I love seven. Anything. I think ten is the max you can go because you still got you still got twenty six of the races on ovals. I mean, you still have yeah, but that's oval. what it should be almost entirely. I mean, in my opinion, I think it should be yeah, almost yeah. entirely oval. I mean, we're talking about stock cars here. That's that's what NASCAR is built on. Right, but stock cars. And just throughout history, produced fun racing on road courses. I mean, Watkins Glen has had some of the greatest finishes you'll you'll ever see. So I would, no, like I would say open wheel is more entertaining on a, a street or road course, just because they can take those turns well, tighter. My thing is, let's stay going. Let's stay going to road courses. I'm the in, the city course is where I'm like, okay, hold on a damn. You know what's a you know what's an interesting, you know what's an interesting idea is the street race idea is what about just like not a city what about through like if they do colorado what about through like the mountains or something crazy like f1 does you know how they'll like go along the beach and shit and go through like hills and like that would actually i wouldn't be totally against that just highways easier to shut down those roads than a whole right exactly it'd be super easy and you don't have to go far outside a city i mean you know like 30 minutes outside a city out into the the country and some like pretty scenery that might be fun one thing though, you yeah. I, so like you going back, you mentioned earlier. One of you guys mentioned earlier about the concern about the quality of racing we'll see at Circuit of the Americas because of the the potential for passing uh, is is my biggest concern. Right. Street courses, um, yep. like when they, when they gave the layout for the Chicago street course, it just looks like it just looks like ass, dude. Like it does not look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my problem. One of the problems I have with Formula One is there's just I'm just a traditional racing fan. Like I watch a good bit of Formula One. I always watch IndyCar. Uh, but my biggest concern with the street course is the lack of passing and it being like Formula One where the leader right. gets three, four seconds ahead. I mean, I, I don't love that. Right. And that, that's that's my issue. That, that was my issue with Coda the entire time as well. I've been saying it the whole time. I don't think it's necessarily going to produce good NASCAR racing. I think I'm the only person that keeps saying that. Everybody else calls me crazy for it. I don't but, think you're crazy. 
uh, I, but I, I like the I, I'll be an optimist about it because I typically like to be an optimist about NASCAR. It, it's hard to be an optimist, though. Yeah, so. I don't. I like to be the opposite. But I will admit when I'm proven wrong. Dirt Bristol. Um, I was yeah, proven I wrong. That went. Uh, yeah. Besides, well, it the rain really, really made it embarrassing at first. Right. But, uh, racing but, it was actually solid. But also, yeah, the racing this entire year, this entire season has so far been awesome. Like the oh, season has been a lot of fun, and I went into this season very negative, doubting yeah, everything that rough. NASCAR was, it was doing. Rough at first, I did. So, I didn't. I felt good about it. So I feel, I feel that you know we've we know the Marcus Ambrose Brad K slider finish crazy iconic race. We know the Tony Stewart bump and run on Hamlin at Sonoma. I feel like, you know, we have these one-off really good, you know, road course finishes. They always highlight, almost kind of like Martinsville, they always show the Joey dump. It's like, they're like, hey, we get these crazy finishes at road courses and these crazy banging races. Let's go to more road courses so we can get more of those. It's almost like they're trying to manufacture this crazy bump and run slide. I mean, banging it's NASCAR. Doors. I could see well, them what? having that I mindset. I disagree. Yeah, okay. I do agree with the mindset. I think we need to be careful going down this road of manufacturing. Um, but I'm kind of, I'm a little get, I'm uh, probably back in 2019, I started getting tired of the playoff format that they have. I like it. I, I don't hate it, but I miss, I think the original Chase was like the best playoff format ever. I loved yeah, it. So I think much. every NASCAR fan tends to agree. I love I the playoff format. See, and do I don't. You, I don't hate. You I don't prefer? Do you prefer the playoff? You know, we're not going to get. We into could this. just keep this going a whole other topic. We could keep going yeah. down these doors. <laughs> this is a whole other topic. I love. I love the final four winner take all. That's really what I, like I love. The winner take all. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. But I think I do believe that since this happened in 2014, I do think it diminishes the quality of a championship. I really do compared to Formula I kinda, One. I kind of. I kind of see where you're coming from. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Uh, but the, the excitement level is fine. And that's what, I mean, people who aren't big racing fans, that's what they want. That's what they're looking for, the excitement level. That's they're going to kind of hate that. 
which I'm that's, in the I mean, that's why they put stages in. That's why they want well, all these restarts, cautions. I love stage racing you know. as well. Well, like I, as a fan that sat there and watched, I watched Jeremy Johnson go to Homestead with like a 67-point lead, and all he had to do was finish 31st or better so many years in a row. Like I got so tired of that. Even oh, in the we, chase format, it was like, well, why I don't, are you even watching this shit? I don't like, hate stages either. I've, I've been I on the record stages. saying that. I, I don't mind stages. A lot of yeah. racing. I went to Atlanta and watched 297 green flag laps. So I was all for some like stage breaks. Yeah. yeah see, I'm traditional where I like at Darlington, I was up in the front row. And I think a lot of people, Oof. a lot of I people hope you kept your mouth closed. You got rubber in the teeth. Oh, I love that shit. Dude. Yeah. Darlington <laughs> is fucking, you get it right there. Yeah. <laughs> and from that bottom row, that's the first time I've been to Darlington. From the bottom oh. row, you can see the whole track. Like, yeah. I love them. I don't even need to be up high. I can see just about everything. It's like going to wow. a fair. I mean, well, it's like going to a local dirt, like local the, track. The low low stands right there at Darlington, you're like like a lot closer than some other track. Right. Like, you're freaking close as shit to the Right. Fans. Yeah. And then y'all's I, videos I of the burnouts and stuff, man. Y'all are right there. It's so Actually, awesome. Actually, we'll, yeah. we'll hold off on this talk because we are going to get into this. Um, All right. All right. Let's, let's move on to the next one because we can go down a rabbit hole for, oh. for oh, we got a lot of good topics. A lot of diehards right. here. On and on and on. What we do need to discuss is Nashville. The possibility of Nashville Fairgrounds. I've been very, um, once again, pessimistic about the whole thing. Uh, everyone else seems to think it's definitely going to happen. They're probably right. I'm just pessimistic about everything. But there was the community engagement meeting, which was incredible. I mean, it when you get to hear local people, you know, voice their opinions, it reminds you how stupid local people are. Like you're like, oh shit, that's the average person. Non-race non car fans in general. Just, just just average people. You, it makes you feel better about yourself. You're like, okay, I'm doing pretty good in life when I hear average people talk. Zoomy, zoomy, round, round. <laughs> so, so we had we had some really good stuff, but we had the like Richard Petty of Karens come up and voice her opinion. <laughs> and she was incredible. I mean, it's just a meme factory from this woman uh, from her accent to talking about, you know, waking up from a nightmare to her dogs, <laughs> her dog's PTSD. Dog in the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like it was incredible. I loved every minute of it. So I actually wrote down kind of all the points that she made so we can, we can discuss those real quick. The so number one, clapping in the background, like really did. <laughs> when she's just saying the most absurd thing, and they're like, "Yes, like yes. on it." Like I don't, <laughs> I don't listen to Alex Jones, but whatever Alex Jones says on his show is probably more accurate than what this lady was saying. I mean, it, like <laughs> she was just saying she like Alex Jones saying the frogs are gay. This lady was like, "No, frogs are aliens. They don't even have <laughs> like." And people were just like, just yes. loving it. And it, it blew my mind. So I wrote down all of her points. Let's discuss them. Number one, she says, uh, when NASCAR runs races there, her windows vibrate and she has to turn her volume up to 10 just to drown out the sound and it doesn't work and it scares her dog and she wakes up from a living nightmare. So I guess the first thing I wanted to point out with this point is NASCAR doesn't run races there. That was the first thing I was picking up. So yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I they don't just know. think race cars are race cars are NASCAR. Right. It was. Yeah, I'm sure they have. They have. They have like street stocks and little like little local stuff that races there. 
So yeah, I'm guessing like late, late models I'm, and stuff. I'm guessing she's yeah. just referring to like NASCAR as in like a race car, right? The that has to be that calls all racing things NASCAR. Yes. Yes. That's or even better when they call a type of car a NASCAR. That's my favorite. I mean, every NASCAR fan I think loves that. Loves when when we hear that. A NASCAR is not a thing. It is not a thing. <laughs> NASCAR is um, a Yeah. Yeah, no, when I, um when I was in high school, yeah. I used to play the NFL. Do you get it? Yeah. Um number 2. <laughs> point number 2 is uh th- this is probably the best one, by the way. There are five perfectly operational F1 and NASCAR tracks within 20 to 30 minutes of Nashville. That's what she said. Five perfectly operational F1 tracks and NASCAR tracks within 20 to 30 minutes of the city of Nashville. Somebody Uh, actually went on and changed Wikipedia to say like most f1 tracks and nascar tracks in the entire <laughs> world or something it, it was fucking hilarious they changed it for nashville tennessee on wikipedia um Jesus, that was I probably the best one dude i kind of feel bad for this girl honestly it's just did so... you see where people are like the grand prix of murfreesboro or whatever yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was there too man it was crazy <laughs> yeah so i mean the first one as dale pointed out is like maybe she's mistaken like she's just calling race cars NASCARs. This one, yeah. I, I, did she just pull this out of her ass? Like, make completely made this up? I don't know. Yeah. It, it, is she referring I, to just? I would tracks? hate to serve this woman at a restaurant. I feel oh. bad for any server who's ever dealt yeah. With this lady. The, so it's either. I mean, you're just either very, 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 very poorly misguided, or you're just lying. And I just don't see how you could be just go up and lie. I just think she's I ignorant. I just think she's bad. ignorant. I think she's just a liar, and I, I hate that. But I mean, I don't see how you could be that misguided. To I think to she it. got up there, and you can hear it in her voice when it starts shaking a little bit, like she's about to cry. She gets all emotional. She calls it offensive, race which is just scary. great. I love when people call things offensive. It makes right. it so much better. A NASCAR race is offensive, by the way, <laughs> which is fucking insane. Um, she got all into herself. She got kind of hyped up, and I think she just started throwing out made up facts just to kind of get the people going. She's like, there are five. Count them. That's the uh, biggest thing that and, you notice about. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest thing I, I took away from some of that, I what I think I, before we started talking, I, I uh, or before we started recording, I said this. I like could not watch her talk. I watched like five seconds of it and like. <laughs> Her face just <laughs> made me so mad that I just yeah, read. Karen, she said. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing when I was reading all the comments, uh, honestly, shout out to Matt Weaver on Twitter. Yes. Big time yeah, shout out off, to Matt dude. Weaver. He went off. Okay. Loved he did it. Job portraying this to the public, and I don't know if I, where I would have seen it without it, without right. them. The people that came up there to talk about or for the opposition against the racetrack were so emotionally charged. Compared right. to everybody that else that came up there in favor of the track, were pretty rational or just pretty radical. Uh, or people the, in the middle, they're right. just like have a question. They're like, "How is traffic going to work? Yeah. What's the, you, you know, that's yeah, fine." There was one guy that there was one guy that I think was not in favor, and he was just curious about how the infrastructure was going to work. He was pretty, yeah. he, was, he was pretty super, mildly, you know, super productive but thing it, to ask. 
Well, yeah, even the absolutely. lady she mentioned, she mentioned, she said, "This is a great community. Our neighborhood, the our." Oh, uh, hold on! I'm getting into this. Hold on. Okay. You're. I, I'm not done with the points. I get to that oh, one as oh, well. Oh, um, so number three is no other city in the United States has a NASCAR track or F1 track in a residential area. Which, to be fair, I think she's right. I mean, Did you see that screenshot of Indy. Whoever posted it, shout out to them. They did a screenshot yeah. at Indianapolis in the fucking middle of a neighborhood, like two neighborhoods. The, yeah. The Indy 500 is held like in a neighborhood? It's like all neighborhoods. I don't yeah. know. I've never been there, but it's like all neighborhoods yeah. around it. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can, tell you, I can tell you. All the way around the track, there are actually houses that are literally so close to it. They you know what? Darlington. Here. Darlington's surrounded by houses, yeah. actually. What am I fucking talking about? Yeah. Is there? Hell, Talladega, where we Yeah, Darlington, we right across the, the street was all those we houses. We passed all them houses going to Talladega. Where oh, we well, come on. Talladega is not a residential Talladega. area. That's out those, in the fucking country, dude. Those, <laughs> that so is the worst so example. Is Dar hey, so is Darlington. Darlington's way down the fucking No, highway. it's not. Darlington is oh. across the street from houses. A neighborhood is right oh, across the street. Oh, my Lord. If you're I, I didn't notice it, but I've only been there that once. Maybe y'all went in on the other side because literally I have paid a person to park in their yard and walked right across the street to the track. Oh, Lord. There's a neighborhood right across the street. Well, I can't dispute that. Yeah, I don't know. I just So my point to this, though, was like, okay, you know, it's not very common. It's not very common to have NASCAR tracks in a residential area, but NASCAR is promoting this idea of literally creating a fucking street course through cities so that kind of it defeats very counterintuitive yeah of her whole argument about this um number four is that the race will destroy the neighborhood uh which she said is offensive um i'm not sure how it'll destroy the neighborhood that's fine but number five is that she's worried that the race will decrease property property value which you know maybe a fair point if somebody came up and they're like hey i'm just concerned about my property value here like with the noise yada 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 but the funniest thing is she also mentioned that she rents an apartment <laughs> so i'm not why is she even there like talking i uh, just yeah. so at the end all of it was pointless she rents an apartment it means Nol nothing null and void she is not a property owner in the area like fuck <laughs> off are you even from here, lady? <laughs> no, she had a weird accent. You, you she had a weird go, accent. She was you don't not even from go here. here. <laughs> she was from like five towns over. This the track was built in 1904, and she chose to move next to it. And all those other people complaining chose to move next exactly. to it. And there's been racing that's been happening there. And they had like, <laughs> where were the complaints before? Here's your I, fucking sign. Yeah, well, I read something on the Dale Jr. download. I can't, I hadn't seen it, but Dale Jr. supposedly has an argument that states that this will actually make it better for the people who live around there. I yeah, have I, was, not I listened that. to it yesterday. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, listening. Yeah, he, exactly, he was choose. saying that if NASCAR takes over, uh, you know, Nashville Fairgrounds, that they'll delegate, you know, yeah. when people practice, when people can go to the track, when there's races. Airpoint complaint. <laughs> yep. And when people, you know, when there's action on the track. So essentially there'd be let less race cars on the track throughout the year. So there'd be less noise. That's what I thought. Russian That's what I thought he meant by that. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I just opposition is just not they're just not <laughs> there's just not enough 
basis to, to it's so bad yeah i think just the, the the way to end the entire argument for anybody you know they can have their concerns but the way to end the entire argument is you bought a fucking house next to a racetrack i mean i don't know what else you expect 10 years <laughs> 16 years right like what did you expect was gonna fucking happen I don't know. I just think at that point, like, fuck you. You don't it's have like, a voice anymore. It's we like don't the care. The old lady that sued McDonald's for her coffee being hot. The old lady that uh, burned her hand and sued McDonald's. I think it's worse. Technically, I think it's worse. I mean, honestly, because uh, you can actually get burnt. And like, yeah, you should know fucking coffee's hot. I'm not agreeing with her at all. I'm just saying, like, you could actually get injured with what it's just the noise that you don't like. I mean, it's just in it's insane. It's, it's, emotion, it's emotionally charged is the way I saw the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, emotionally charged versus reality. I said on Twitter, I think that showed me for the first time in my life that like maybe democracy is not a good idea and we need a dictator to just tell those people to shut the fuck up. Their voice doesn't matter. Fuck you. Um, so yeah, that's Nashville. Like I said, I, I'm not sure if I think it's ever going to happen. Everybody else happen. seems to think you like get Dale Dakota. Jr. You get Dale Jr. in the mix. I mean, things are going to start. Dale Jr. hasn't even stepped up. I mean, is he ha is he going to have a cup team? Is he going to fix North Wilkesboro? I mean, look, I love Dale Jr. as much as the next guy, but like, come on, what's he? He was all in on North right. Wilkesboro, uh, and now a I don't neighborhood hear of about twenty it. people is pissed, and like the rest of your whole fan base wants to go there. I don't, I, I don't think they'd be talking about it if it wasn't really going to happen. I think that's fair. That's fair. Now the market, the national market is exploding right now for yeah. but, all, but for all they sports. already they already have a track in Nashville that we're racing at this year. So my point was like that we're in Nashville now. So at this point, it's just like you're fighting an uphill battle, even though you're already kind of on the hill. Like you don't need to go any further. Obviously, the fairgrounds would be dope, which by the way, um it'll sell out. Nashville Nashville calls itself a super speedway. Ooh, you mean Nashville Motor Speedway? Nashville Intermediate Speedway? Intermediate Speedway? What is it? I think it's 1.36. Yeah. It's a weird. It's kind of a strange track. But you can't call yourself a super speedway. I mean, that yeah. should be illegal. No, no have you been there? No, I haven't. But I, I haven't mean, either. I'm, I'm young enough to remember that one crazy bush race from yeah. 2004 where Kyle Busch Clint Boyer and yeah. uh, and Kevin Harvick maybe all wrecked and Michael Waltrip won it. Yeah, that was an awesome race. I remember watching that one live. Yeah, then, yeah Kevin uh, used to kick ass there, man. I remember the old Bush races. I always liked the track, but I have no idea why it's called Super Speedway. Right, yeah. that's my point. Is I just don't. I think that's crazy that you can call I'm yourself concerned. a Super Speedway. I'm concerned about the quality of racing there, hundred percent, because the stock stock cars race so much differently than they did. They're so much bulkier. It's concrete as well. It's concrete as well. It's kind of weird. It's a concrete yeah. That that I forgot. That is the one weird thing. Yeah, I'm it's excited. Like a, I love new yeah. stuff. Well, that's the thing. That's the one new, that it's a new track for Cup. That's the one that I'm not like so negative on because it's a stock car track. I mean, that's what you know. It might be bad, but I'd be I'm willing to give it a shot, and I hope it's good. And if it is good, then fuck it, let's go. You know. I just think they're gonna do. I, I'm, I'm trying to. I, I feel like they might have issues with multiple lanes. I think yeah. there there's issues with multiple lanes because it's really. Well, I think flat. it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a bottom feeder race the whole time. Yeah, it's such a flat 
oddly banked racetrack, like you said, mm -hmm. with concrete. So I don't know how it's going to race. But I, I think, it'll, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be bottom I'm, feeder fast. I'm just all about, like, the Cup Series. There's this racetrack just sitting in Nashville, and they're like, hey, let's go race there. Like, we're already trying to get in there. They're probing into Nashville. But it's like, hey, there's a track just sitting there that we could put money into. Let's go. <clears throat> you know, Rockingham or, like, any of these other tracks. North Wilkesboro, dirt. Let's yeah. go. Oh. Dude, Rockingham was phenomenal. I just can't. Yeah. It blows my mind that they left it's, Rockingham. It's still sitting there. Uh, like I said, I yeah, I drove over. I drove past it not too long ago, and I mean the facilities look good. They're still using it, you know, as a track. Um, it, I, I didn't go inside, so I don't know. I've heard different things, but they still run cars there and use it as an active track. I'd rather uh, them revamp that than go to a city course. Yes, one hundred percent. Like well, I, think, I think that's what I think we're seeing both sides of this where, yeah, we're, we're expanding to the idea of street courses and more road courses, but we're also exploring bringing more short tracks back. Mm -hmm. So they're, Thank they're, God. They're, they're applying the best of both worlds, which is well, great. Appealing I to mean, everybody. like I said, we need a dictator and I will elect myself as the dictator. And by the way, since I'm the dictator, only one vote counts. So I just won the election. So if I'm the yeah. dictator, uh, I'm just leaving Bristol alone, bringing North Wilkesboro back as the dirt race instead of the Bristol dirt. I would be okay with that. Sure. Hey, don't forget Auto Club revamp. They're tearing it down and turning it into a West Coast short track. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I totally yeah. forgot about that. I, yeah. that, one, uh, that one, I don't know how to feel about that one. I know. I, I'm like, dude, why are you doing Auto Club like that? Well, there's other tracks we could do that to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, I'm also like, okay, a new short track. I'm also with it. Right. That's my thing is I'm like, fuck it. Let's go. Like, that's yeah, another okay. short track. Uh, I like that they're mixing things up a lot, you know. Building a I'm completely super, new racetrack. I'm kind of like, that's badass. Although I'm super negative about pretty much everything I do at the end of the day. Uh, they have shown me this season that they, I don't, maybe they're getting lucky, but they are doing fairly well. So, you know, Just I'm kind of excited. You just need to change a mile and a half package, and I think every just about everything could fall into line being yeah. almost perfect. I really do. I agree with you there. And, I, think the and, we, is great. I think the super speedway package is great. With I guess they're gonna tweak it a little bit. Um to we'll prevent. never get away. We'll never get away from cars going backwards. I don't know why they even like fathom this idea. I agree. I agree because the man, the, the runs that they generate at Daytona Talladega just man, it produces so much excitement. Yeah. God, it produces yeah. so much excitement. It's, I think it's the best super speedway. Package. The last couple of years, I've been like, we've seen some of the best super speedway races. And even years before that, and back in the thousands and the good old junior days, it was great. Cars flipped 40 years ago. I don't know why we're acting like this is a new thing and dangerous and unsafe. Maybe it's culture, maybe it's sensitivity, but it's like, dude, Rusty Wallace, Ricky Rudd taping the eyes and shit. Like, cars flipped this whole time. Why are we that's, kind of, that's kind of what made it like fun. It's yeah. like knowing how dangerous I it was. Look, I don't try to try. Oh, I don't want to oh. sound insensitive, but I love seeing a car get updrafted. Oh, you, I, I mean, think it's fucking oh, sick. We lived <laughs> through we lived through the era of UFC, which almost destroyed the industry of boxing. Why? Because it's so much more brutal. They beat the yeah. fuck out of each other. They go to the ground. They kick and stomp and throw elbows. Knees. It's more brutal. Let's be honest. Like, let's not try to sugarcoat it. It's like fucking gladiators getting in there. I used, to try to keep, I used to try to keep count, like, how many races in a row at Dega or Daytona I went to in a car flip. Very rarely at Daytona, but Talladega, I was like, hey, at least we got to see a car flip. Or, like, 
car went airborne today. That was kind of cool. The like, fact but, that it is dangerous makes it more entertaining. But and let's I stop know it's trying like, to bullshit. It's, it's dangerous and guys can get hurt. I don't want no one to get hurt, but it's like, right, dude, of course. It's, fuck, it's fucking sick. It's I like don't an want anomaly. To get hurt, but the fact that there is danger in it does make it cooler and it makes it those dudes it. cooler. It is human nature to love the thrill of knowing the possibility of someone dying. And it's not its not that you choose to. I think it's just inherent in human beings, honestly. why do You, you said gladiators. Why do you think this whole concept of danger has gone through the just all of time? And yeah. it's not its not like we want to see these drivers get hurt. But if anything, it makes you respect. It makes you respect the drivers more because you're like, yeah. dude, they're getting into that car knowing like they might not get out. You know, like that was that was badass. Oh, the rabbit holes we go down. And speaking, we can do and, a whole nother episode. <laughs> and speaking of Talladega, um, let's uh, let's do our top five favorite races to attend. And this is just races. This is not tracks. So you can have multiple at the same track. Uh, it's just favorite races. Who wants to start off? We're gonna go five up to your number one. Um, Dale, that, do you want to start off since that, you're Dale take the since you're our guest? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And just I haven't in the, and this could be a surprise to you guys and a, and a lot of people watching. I actually haven't been to a lot of different racetracks throughout my life. I've well, this is this cornhole thing is perfect for y'all then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm so, a little jealous. I'm not gonna lie. I'm super jealous. Me and Dakota <laughs> have been texting each other. Yeah. Fucking, we're jealous. We're like yeah. a little. It's fucking cool. teenage sick. girls. It's fucking sick, it, dude. We will meet up in Coda and have a blast. So, and hopefully Nashville as well. Hell um, yeah. And wherever else, I I think I'll be in Fort Worth as well for the All Star Race. Are um, you coming to Atlanta race? Yes. With, yeah. With Trace? Yeah. Boy, we gonna do it big. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All we'll right. Have some- yeah, right. start at your um, number races. five and then go up to one. I would say number five would probably be uh, Daytona, which it was 4th of July growing up and until like last year, two years ago. Probably Daytona, 4th of July, number five. Um, it, I will say the one thing about Daytona, 4th of July that is not fun and that wasn't fun growing up going down there was uh, standing room only in the heat of July was pretty miserable. If you're not a diehard race fan, it sucked, dude. It was so fucking hot. <laughs> I can't describe how hot it was. Like we brought our whole family down there and what, everybody. What year are we talking? What year are we talking? Uh, 2004 to 2007. Uh, 2004 was my first July Daytona race. I may have been there. 2006 was the one where we brought our whole family. Tony Stewart won. I hated Tony Stewart as a kid. Uh, that was Gordon. the first one. Was that when he climbed the fence? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He won in, I think he won. Yeah. He won 05 there as well. But yeah. in 06, Gordon, my two favorite drivers growing up were Dale Jr. and Jeff Gordon. They both crashed in like the last few laps. And I was so pissed. So I'd say that would be number five. Um, I'll put Darlington at number four just from that experience. And I know our, our experience would be a little different from maybe the casual one just because right. we had a – just the setup was really, really nice and everything. But just for the quality of how, how surprised I was uh, sitting front row and being able to catch all the action. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. I loved it. I'm freaking, I love I like that, that one because that's your most recent memory and you're throwing it in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like I said, I hadn't been to a lot of different racetracks. I think the one that I would leave out here, uh, or one of the couple would be Atlanta, which I love Atlanta. That's great racing. I saw one of the last IROC races there as a kid uh, and a crazy truck race there. So I appreciate Atlanta a lot. Uh, number three, I have to go with... This is where it gets tough. I know what so, my number one. So Atlanta was your honorable mention, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, number three, I got to go with Bristol because it's the greatest place to watch a race on planet Earth. Um, I don't know about the party atmosphere. I had been there in a few since I was 17, I think, and I went with my dad. So I don't know what the party atmosphere, the camping atmosphere is like. I assume it's pretty fun, like most NASCAR tracks, but – uh, it is. I don't know if you guys have been to Bristol. It's a bucket list race, dude. I mean, it is. It's just a massive bowl. Well, next week we're doing our bucket list tracks or bucket, bucket list races. So Bristol's not one of them, man. A Bristol night race in particular. Right. Oh, it is great. It is so awesome. Um, and then number two, I'm going to go with Talladega Fall because I think that's kind. Of, that kind of speaks for itself. Well, I guess for people who haven't been to Talladega, you hear about it all the time. Uh, the partying is top notch. It's so much fun. Watching a race there is not my favorite thing, I will say. Um, but because of the the campground life for the weekend, uh, incredible. Uh, and number one easy is the Indianapolis 500. I know we're not talking NASCAR, but um, what a wild shot! The the number the highest attended one-day sporting event on earth is the Indianapolis 500. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. The highest attended one-day sporting event on earth is the Indianapolis 500. And that's all the attendance. And that's all the attendance IndyCar gets all year. Yes. Hey, I'm not going to lie. It's the one I've, it's the only one I watch. It's the only one I watch. I watch it it and I'm like, I'm going to pick a car and root for him. Yep, exactly. I'm pretty familiar with the drivers and everything, but. No, the Indy 500 is a is the ultimate bucket list for a race in the United States. I mean, it is this year is going to be a little weird because it's I would expect about 200,000 people to be in the area, but dude, on a full capacity year, we're talking 400, 400 500,000 people in the area, like just packed in. I mean, it is just electric. It is so much fun. I just can't even understate or overstate it enough. So, hope I didn't go too long on there, but no, no, man, you're the guest, bro. All right, Dakota, what you got? Top All right, five. So five going one. off Dale Tanhart, we're we're doing past and present, just period in points of time races. 
No, just like what you, fucking race you want to go to. I'm not saying like your 1996 we was your favorite race of all time. Okay, I'm saying we were doing right races now, you should God go damn it, Dakota. Right now, I'm going to give you five tickets to any race. What do you want to go to? That any fan should go to? All right. No, that you, you would. God damn it. That I would go to. You, know, you see what I deal with? <laughs> no, because we did races to go to, not races we want to go to. Your favorite fucking, your five favorite fucking races. How is this? Number five, Fall Dega. If you haven't been there, it's a good warm up to something coming up later in my lineup. Fall Dega is a must do. It's a good atmosphere. It's a little chilly at night. It feels good in the daytime. Mm -hmm. You're going to yep. get the same buzz. You're going to have a great time. It's Dega, baby. Number four, Throwback Weekend. It's they just switched it up. Southern 500s in the fall now. Right. Throwback weekend. Yeah. Spring's a little fucked up, but okay for that. For that, you can say like the one that you used to go to. That's fine. Okay, Throwback Southern 500 was yeah. a fucking because they changed it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's kind of confusing, but it was a whole thing when it was the Southern right. 500 Throwback Darlington's Darlington. It's a whole atmosphere. Everybody's going with the theme. It's fun as fuck. Uh, Darlington baby. Number three, Daytona 500. Daytona 500 is fucking electric. It's the Super Bowl. If you have not been, I recommend you get there because when uh, pre-COVID, the Daytona 500 was just the Super Bowl, dude. It is electric. The stands are filled. It, you can just hear a pin drop. It's fucking awesome. Daytona 500. Number I'm two. An I'm an idiot. I let. I've been to the Daytona 500, and I 100% would have put that on my top. You I left know. that off your top. <laughs> I, that's where I, I met you at Daytona. Um, but, uh, yeah, Daytona 500, number three. Number two, Bristol Night Race, baby. If you haven't been to Bristol, I also recommend. It is a must-go-to bucket list item. The Bristol Night Race is its whole thing, just like I said, the Daytona 500. Short track racing, Saturday night, it's Bristol. If you haven't seen it, you don't understand. It's so small and fucking awesome. I love Bristol, baby. And it does have a little bit of a party nightlife. I have a couple videos and pictures where you wouldn't think you're at a NASCAR race, but it's a fucking NASCAR race. Number one, my all-time race. I oh, do not. Course. I knew I, where the. Yeah. I do not miss every year. And it, it but pre-COVID, it was fucking wild. Yep. Too many pictures and videos of this one. But if you are missing the spring dagger race, yep. you are fucking up. Because the yeah. Spring Dagger race is the fucking one to go to. If you want to party, if you want to infield, if you want to camp, if you want to see boobs, if you want to do some things you've never done before. Old titties, too. It's usually go, not, like, young. It's usually, like, they're in their 50s. Dude, it is the boys' trip of boys' trip. This yeah. year was a little weird. but It was very spring, weird. But Spring yeah. Dagger race is the race to go to if you want to have a good-ass NASCAR weekend. That's not okay. I've never been to Spring Dega. I've always gone. Well, before. let me tell you, next Look, year. Fall's still great, but yeah, next spring year, is the you need one. to be at the Spring Dega. Right? Yeah, spring is like the one. Um, so I'm kind of like you, Dale, actually. I haven't been to like a whole lot of tracks. I think probably because um, I grew up here in Texas. So just to leave the goddamn state in any direction, <laughs> it takes me six fucking hours. So I mean. Yeah, Mississippi, the closest thing we have is Talladega, like right. six hours. Or Atlanta, six hours away. So it's tough for here. You know, I, I feel you. Oh, it's six hours to the fucking state line. <laughs> like, yeah, Matthew when I drove, Cooper, I'm not gonna. When I drove to Talladega, it was twelve hours. Um, yeah, regionally, Mississippi's not favorable for racing markets. No, Louisiana, like, yeah, Ugh. that whole for whatever reason, Louisiana doesn't have a. NASCAR anyway, that's a whole go other. There and build a short track. Louisiana. Okay, I actually have a whole. I have a whole article about 
building a short track in Lake Charles, Louisiana, where gam where they have all the casinos. I hate that place. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Because Biloxi, Mississippi. Next no, it's too close. It's too close to uh, Talladega for NASCAR. They would look at it and say that's too close. What what you need to do is go Lake Charles because it's only it's only an hour and a half from Houston, which Houston is like four hours to Dallas, so that's pretty far. And then it's right in between New Orleans and Houston. Anyway, that's a whole nother fucking topic I'll get into. Um, All right. So, but yeah, like Dale, I've only been to like seven or eight tracks, I think. Anyway, not a lot. Um, So number five, honestly, I'll do honorable mention. Um, I know everybody hates Texas, but it is a fun track to go to. There's always a lot of people there having a good time. Maybe it's just because it's the closest track to me. So I, but it's my honorable mention. But number five is the Folds of Honor 500 in Atlanta. The shirt hey. I'm wearing, the shirt I'm wearing. I maybe it's just because I had a good fucking time with Dakota. Um, it was fun. It was a fun area. Uh, it was. Uh, I think a big thing about it too was when you watch it on TV, it's never that good of a race to watch. I think we can all agree. But when you're there, I've been there. I've always watched. The, the product Atlanta has. Uh, okay. It, well, you're uh, one of the few. Um, but when you go watch a race, as you know, I mean, it makes it 10 times better. So me and Dakota left the race and we're like, man, that was a badass race. Everybody online's like, that was the worst race of the year. Um, so I think that kind of helps. Also, it's early in the season. So you kind of get to see what everybody's running. Um, yeah. Number four is I, I, they're changing all the sponsors and shit now, but it, I don't know if it still is this. It was the Hollywood Casino. 400 in kansas uh kansas is probably the most underrated track to go to i've also heard michigan is underrated haven't been there but i heard it's badass i've heard that is a great party track i've heard it's the northern talladega that's what i yeah it's like a northern talladega yeah that's what i so kansas underrated not for the party scene but just like they got the strip mall there they got the casino all the hotels it's it's kind of a bougie nascar experience and (laughs) one time i got really cold left the race but instead of leaving i went to the casino and gambled and lost like all of my money had to drive back that night because i couldn't stay at the hotel because anyway fucking awesome i love that race uh very underrated number three is it used to be called the alabama 500 i I think they've changed the name now but uh dega in the fall it's like yellow wood or something now fall dega Obviously, yeah. I always remember as a kid the EA Sports Sports 500. 500. Oh yeah, the that's Aaron's right. 499 and the EA Sports 500. Man, yes. it's so iconic. Yeah, Damn I think right. the the first time I went to Fall Dega, I think they called it the Alabama 500. I don't know. I, I was like a 15, 16 thing. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that that would make sense. That was a ruse around that time. So yeah, Fall Dega. It's badass. Obviously, it's Talladega. Everybody knows. Number two. Um, what it used to be, this Southern 500 throwback Labor Day weekend at Darlington. Uh, it was a combination of everything. It was the throwback weekend, uh, the Southern 500, so historically it's badass, and it yep. was on Labor Day, so you get Monday off without having to take off work. Um, it was literally where I held my bachelor party. It, I yeah, love that yeah. fucking race. Oh, uh, dude, I get, the I, sponsor, love that race. I get the sponsor move, but like splitting the throwback to Southern 500 thing, I just feel like it's like, it's like disconnected, man. I think like, they're hey, just trying to like draw attention to each of them to be like, yeah, Southern yeah. 500 throwback. Because like, okay. I have an issue with. Uh, I I agree with you guys. 
And I have an issue with it too, because I actually had no idea they were doing two Darlington races, obviously the schedule. Because <laughs> they had to do it last year with the COVID stuff that was the comeback race, yeah. double whatever. They literally had a documentary on like FS1 or Speed Channel, whatever, that that talked about how Darlington lost its mojo when it went to the May race and the Southern 500. Like it used to air all the time up yeah. until like they did the they did like the Dodge the Dodge five hundred or whatever yeah Dodge Dodge 500. 500. yeah yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden they're like actually nah we go back on that no uh, we we mentioned this on an episode where I said you know the throwback Southern five hundred was such a fucking thing and a yeah. jewel that splitting giving Darlington two dates almost is like you're giving Taking us too away. much like you're getting le- like yeah we get two Darlington dates but it's like one made it so iconic. It was a must-go-to race, like yeah, and uh, especially and, when it, especially when yeah. it's on a holiday, so like everybody yeah, can go. Exactly, um, it worked out perfect. And uh, Dale, I know you said like you might have had a different experience. I think you did, to be honest, uh, because when it was on that Labor Day, it was just fucking. And you went during like COVID and shit like that. I think you should probably go back at some point. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever go back to how well, it used su- to be. The though. Southern 500 will be in the playoffs, which is cool. And I'm debating and going, but it's not throwback. So I'm like, well, what do I do? And it's going to be full capacity. And it's going to be oh, full yeah. capacity. Is it going to so, be Labor Day weekend? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I'll, Ooh, I'll, I'll, the Southern I'll be 500 there. is still Labor Day weekend. I'll 100% like, be yeah. there. I can I can guarantee you right now I'm going to that. Well, I you guess we're going to Darlington. I'll be there for sure. All right, all right, we're all going. This is the first time I think on an episode we've all just agreed, like no doubt, we're all going I'll to make this it race. Happen. Okay, so we'll go there. We'll bring up that later. We always talk about it at the, at the end. Get get the bus fueled up. My <laughs> number, uh, my number one though, obviously, is um, the Geico Five Hundred. I think it's still called the Geico Five Hundred uh, Spring Dega. It's yeah, it's the Woodstock of nascar it, it is, is yeah that is a great it is term, the disney dude. world of nascar whatever like they're the pinnacle of whatever you're thinking it is that of nascar i mean it's it's the best and obviously i left off some really good ones on my list and that's because next week we'll be doing the bucket list uh top five bucket list races to attend and i got a lot of them my honestly that list is a lot better than my top list which is kind of sad um so I guess just to wrap it up, we we do need to do our picks for Dover. Um, but first. this weekend, this weekend Dover. Wait, say but first. At the line, baby. That's the picks that I'm fucking talking about. Let's do it. God damn it, Dale. <laughs> do you see what I have to deal with? Hey, you know somebody's been uh, drinking since they got off work. Leave me alone. I'm on my fourth beer since we've started recording. Catch up. Well, I'm drinking, um, tall bo- I'm drinking tall boys like Dale here. <laughs> oh, I've drank with you. I know what you can handle. I'm all about moderation until Friday or Saturday. So. Um, I'm not. I have a serious problem. I hope, and I hope help Chase, keep, Chase keeps his voice this weekend. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, he woke up, dude, when he woke up on Sunday morning, he walked out and like tapped me and like, woke me up. because we had he to get like, Hey, dude. <laughs> He was literally talking and nothing was coming out. Like no sound. Was coming out. Dude, I can't hear you. Can you not hear yourself? Like you, I was shocked. <laughs> That's when you know you've had a good weekend, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the problem bad. is the problem is this is like his job now. So like, that's not just, he has to continue <laughs> yeah. doing that. That's one thing I thought. I was like, y'all are week one, like day two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Nail goes back to like his life at work. Like Chase is like, this is my work. So like that's <laughs> that's a lot, man. But um we're coming up into Dover. Um always a fun weekend, obviously. It's interesting because you know, once again, this is a track. I said this last week. This is a track that we could see, you know, Harvick could win. He's had what, like three victories, I think, at, at uh, Dover. Um, Hamlin has a win here. Does Elliot, uh, Chase Elliot? Yeah, yeah Elliot, he has won a win. Uh, Elliot won in 2018 in uh, yep. I believe, the playoff race. Okay, so yeah. those are obviously the drivers that keep getting brought up every single week because it's like, where the when are they going to finally win? Lars, Larson's last time here, he won here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I was going to mention that. Um, obviously, Larson is a dude that's just tearing it up this year. He's in great, the best equipment he's ever been in his entire life in NASCAR. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's another track, once again, where it's like Hamlin, Elliott, uh, definitely Harvick. They need to get a win here. Easy. But as as Nathan pointed out, as our fucking Truex fan Truex got his pointed out, here. He, won, he has two seconds last year. He has three victories here. Um, he tears it up. So, Dale, you are the betting expert. Do you have any uh, pointers for anybody? I know you like to sell your, your, uh, your brain, but... So, any free tips? Is there any teas- any teasers you can give us? Mm-hmm. Well, I, so I really I'm concerned about Kevin Harvick because it seems like even though his average finish this year is exceptional, considering all the shit talk, it's like six right. points. He's actually been stout. But um, that just goes to show like what kind of driver Kevin Harvick is. The exactly. one when that's what we expect from him. It's like thank right, you, right. thank you. The, the issue with with Kevin is they haven't had a winning speed. Yeah, he does have three wins here. I think in the last like nine races, uh, Martin Truex is the guy that I'm keeping an eye on For because sure. so uh, hot last, right now. He's so hot. Last, yeah, his last four races, I think he has four top two finishes. Uh, yeah, I think he, he has three wins. He had he swept seconds last year. And I think he finished second to Larson in uh, in nineteen. I, I could be wrong there, but he did win the spring nineteen race. Yeah, I mean, he is so good here. And guys, I mean, he he won his first race here, like you said, and that that always sticks with people. And that's such a big. This call. is this in New Hampshire, like almost home for him. Right. Well, I was gonna and, say, where's where's he from again? One of those states way up there. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, Jersey boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm keeping my eye on Hendrick. And uh, Gibbs Hendrick actually ran. They did the double header last year, and the results were so strange. Uh, in the first race, G- uh, Joe Gibbs finished one, two, three with uh, Hamlin, Truex. Or well, hold on a second, Harvick won the first one. I'm sorry, I'm thinking <laughs> back to uh, 19. I think. Anyway, the second, the first race, Hendrick really struggled, and the second race of double header, they were really strong. They had three guys in the top five. Uh, and Denny Hamlin won that race. I think he stole it away from Truex there at the end because I had Truex and I was so fucking angry at that race. But uh, the, the momentum that Martin Truex has, and to point out all three of his wins this year have been with this aero package, it's going to be a Dover. Mm-hmm. And right. it's a great pack for him. It just seems, it all seems like way too perfect. Uh, yeah. But Kyle Larson also really good. I mean, those it seems are two too perfect. It does. It does. And I hate See? that. Too perfect I means it won't on, happen. I bet on Truex so many times last year, dude. Like so many times. And uh, every time the scenario, if you follow the statistics, 
I, I, I cannot help like Chase when he bets. Uh, he's newer to betting than me and, and Chef, but when Chase bets, he's all he calls himself a gut boy, like all these gut boy feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I base my strategy off of what is most likely to happen at the end. Of no, the day. I like I like the gut thing. Like, have you ever <laughs> seen Have you ever seen Moneyball? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you would be Jonah Hill, fat little ugly yeah. Jonah Hill, and I would be. Um, the other guys. I was gonna say Brad Pitt just because I look exactly like Brad Pitt, but the the old guys that are like he doesn't look like a baseball player, you know, like that yeah. would be me. That's how I feel about stuff. I'm just like I'm not feeling it. Uh, the Truex thing, I agree, it's too perfect, but too perfect means it's not gonna happen. Probably so. It, it's tough. It's tough. But I feel like from a betting perspective, if you go with what's most likely to happen you're going to win more than you lose now i do hate betting heavy favorites i typically don't bet super heavy favorites right every time that i will bet Cowboys, it's no fun it's no fun well and the value is just not there for races mm-hmm. are so unpredictable right uh, the, the like, payoff isn't going to add up to what you're doing kyle, kyle larson dominated atlanta and uh, what was that other race where he gave it him and hamlin were the best two they gave it away to uh, kyle bush where was that kansas Dominated Kansas, dominated Atlanta, yeah. and gives them away completely. It's so unpredictable what happens at the end of these races, and that's why I see. I that's don't why I don't bet on NASCAR. But more power to you. <laughs> there is, I, I think there is a strategy though. Like I said, um, but if we want to start talking about like a lock and uh, well, we'll get there. We're okay, gonna, we're, we're gonna do our locks at the end. Let's just let's just jump right into the at the line Dakota. You sent this out once again. You're our at the line guy. I need to build out like a little intro for like. At yeah, the we line. need like at the line and a flush across the screen. Maybe it'll be me like saying like at the line. Oh yeah, like that, that sounds great. We need a guitar with like electric guitar. Yeah. So anyways, every week for our guests, we give a at the line segment where I give you two picks and you give me at the line who's going to beat who. So I'm going to give you five different choices. And starting off, I felt like I'd bring it home in the Gibbs camp. At the line, who do you have this weekend? I think you just kind of told me. Truex or Kyle Busch? Uh, Dale, so you'll go first, and then I'll take it after you for each of these. It's so tough. Uh, Joe Gibbs has won five of the last ten races here. Um, and Hamlin I love the stats. I love the stats. I'm a big stats guy regardless of what I look like. You know, I got the brains all <laughs> But um, – yeah, no, wait, I, didn't you get a Mississippi State? I don't know if I trust your stats. I did. I did. I got to do that for you. I went, I, my buddy I, went to a community college down the road. I think y'all's degree is about the same, right? Yeah. We'll, kinder, we'll call it kinder college. How about that? <laughs> All right. What'd you got? Um, Sorry. I'll stop ripping on Mississippi State. No, it's okay. I, I, Starkville sucks, dude. I really hate Starkville. Um, it's so tough because, like, we talked about with Truex. This is the hardest one for me by far. The hardest one. Uh, it's got to be. But I think with Kyle Busch has also been hot. With a win, he, he, he was so He's fast. chugging along. He's been kind of quiet, but he's like there to strike. Man, I just – I got to go with Truex just because of the of how good – just the statistics. He's on fire, up. dude. He's on fire. He's on fire. You got to expect him to be there. So I got to go Truex right. over KFB. Rattlesnake? Yeah, I mean, I think – like Dale said, it, it's tough because – Kyle is doing well right now, and it's hard to count him out of any race when he's doing well, when he has confidence. 
But if I'm going to go stats, if I'm going to be a nerd like Dale, then right now, by you, Miller, it's, you sound like you're going against your gut already based on what you said. You said you were a gut boy, and now you're going to No, because my original gut when I read them without even thinking was Truex. Okay, fair. Yeah. So uh, initially I was just like, because I know this is Truex's track. Like, uh, this is his track. It's his to lose, to be fair. But, um, yeah, just when I looked at those two names, immediately what came to my mind was Truex. Because we're at Dover, and he's tearing it up this year. So, I'm going to go Truex as well. Agreed. I was taking Truex. He's so hot right now. Of course. Yeah, guess what, guess what, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, guess what Nathan picked. Yeah, All right, Gail. Round two, we go in my boy Kevin Harvey. Or consistent Denny Hamlin? I'm going to take uh, Denny Hamlin because of the consi- – well, I say consistency. He's been up there with Harvick on consistency on average finishes. I think he's been – he's ha- hasn't this consistently been – he's been more consistent, right? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I'm not yeah. exactly sure what the what the I think his average finish is. He has as our you know championship points leader. Uh, yeah, been that's true. Better. He's the I mean he's the points leader without but a win. Here, late, here lately, that four car's been plugging along. He doesn't have a single win, and he's still the points leader though. That's fucking crazy. That's yeah, consider- man. yeah. Um, and like I said, with Gibbs, Gibbs has been strong here pretty consistently. Harvick has too, but Stuart Haas has clearly taken a step back this year. Uh, Denny's been in the mix. I think Denny is. Really hungry because he's he's. We talk about how everybody's giving Harvick a lot of shit. Everybody's giving Denny a lot of shit because he's had winning speed a multi yeah. multiple this year. Right. He's literally almost won like three or four races. He's not yeah, finishing. He, he continues to get the frame of being a choke artist, a choke artist, a choke artist. Yeah. So I I I like Denny as a good pick to win this race this weekend. So I'm taking Denny. Up. I can see it. Here's the thing. I don't think he's gonna win. And oh, you can call him. Call. And you. I don't think he's going to win. I don't think it's ballsy. He hasn't had a single fucking win this season. But um, it's May. That's true. <laughs> but um, I, you, you can even call him a choke artist. I think he's proven that he does choke at the end for a lot of things. I'll never. But get but at the, the line is about who's going to finish better, and it's him versus Harvick. Harvick does not have equipment this year. I'm going to Hamlin. Hamlin's been so consistent to finish in the top five. Harvick has been doing very well lately, but Hamlin could be winning the entire fucking race. And on the last lap, I don't just like let off the gas and just be like, nah, I don't want to win. I'm going to be like third again. At, 
I think Hamlin's going to click off some wins, and when he does, I think he's going to shut a lot of these haters. I think up. I think Hamlin will get maybe I think Hamlin will get one maybe two victories all season. Wow, like straight up, yeah. I I don't think I don't think he's going to get a lot of wins. I think he is kind of a choke artist. But that being said, I think he'll finish the season probably still the points leader because he is so good and consistent that he's just going to keep getting top five finishes. Um, and so for at the line, we're talking about who's finishing better. I'm going to almost always pick Hamlin. It's a safe yeah. bet. I like, safe bet. I like Harvick's momentum, though, with a third or yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. He kind of lucked into his second at Kansas. but um, He has been doing a lot week. better. But I kind of like I, his momentum. It's, I think it's going to come down to whether Denny Hamlin has a late race self-inflicted issue. Right. Uh, yeah, also, I think Harvick's momentum right now is almost purely based on just uh, skill and talent of driving and not Stuart Haas racing. Which he's is definitely out shit. driving his equipment. He's Kevin exactly. Harvick the Ford car. Exactly, think, which is why I, I can't pick Stuart, him. I don't think Stuart Haas or the Ford – let's just talk Ford team. I don't think the Ford team has took a step back. I think everybody has caught up and took a step forward. I think the Hendrick. four car is still the four car. Hendrick I just think, that. yeah, I think everybody's kind of just caught up to their shit and like, hey man, we we done found some new shit. And Maybe. the four cars, like, I just think, I just think uh, for whatever reason, Harvick stopped cheating. Well, just like Ronnie Childers, like we talked about before, said like, hey, and in inspection, they've tightened down on these, these, these. Exactly. Things. We're not Harvick, doing those things anymore, and it's kind of like, let's be real. Ronnie, Harvick was the team that would like push the boundaries of what they could get away with. Like they were notorious for that. Well, how and many so, times have we seen the nineteen or whatever you want to call it, and the nine car fell inspections? Oh, how many? Time. I think I honestly wish NASCAR would crank down on some of these penalties where it's like, "Hey, failed inspection, stopping that, starting at the back." I'm like, I feel like that should be like an immediate trip down pit road or some shit. Like all these teams are cheating, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we'll start in the back, whatever. We'll be in the second by the." I mean, the that's stage. pretty rich coming from a Harvick fan. I agree. Harvick, send them all to hell. I don't care. <laughs> He's one of the guys that does this. Who's your pick? Who's your pick, Dakota? I'm taking Harvick just because y'all chose Hamlin. I'm going to stick with my boy. Championship momentum. He oh, can plug th- away on a shitty car and get that finish at the end of the day. By the way, Dale, uh, I forgot to mention, nobody is – I don't think either nobody has gotten it 100% or nobody's taking me up on the offer. But if you get 100% of these right, I will send you a chairgating shirt. Whichever one you want, you can go through our merch and pick. Um yeah, you got solid you deal. It's a solid deal. But but you got to keep up with this on your own because I never I go back and look at these. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, I sometimes I try. Sometimes I explore the idea of making parlays, like matchup parlays. Yeah, uh, and close. I've gone four for five, and I think oh, one this year I went seven for eight, and it would have been insane payout. But I'm also, they're fun. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're, they're it's it's burning money, but it's fun. So, <laughs> um, all right, let's go. All right, round three. We have Chris Buescher, Plugging Longstrong, or Bubba freaking Wallace. Um, you just so want us to get in trouble, don't you? The constant, the constant, uh, not argument. What's the word here? The recurring, the recurring idea that Gibbs is so good here, and and Bubba got that Gibbs from it. And people forget Bubba almost won an Xfinity race here back in 2015 uh, against. <laughs> Um, both Roush cars at the time. Chris Buescher ended up winning that race. But Bubba has never finished better than 20 at the Darlington in the Cup Series. Granted, he was driving for Richard Petty, but also that car just has not had great speed this year and has not handled well. I mean, it they're, they're just missing something, and I think it's the, the growing pains of a new team. 
Uh, on the other side, Chris Buescher and Ryan Newman have both shown excellent speed multiple times this year. Uh, much better, much better advanced program than what they had last year. You see sponsors jumping on with Ryan Newman. Uh, Buescher's been so solid. He finished 14th and 16th in the two races here last season. Uh, he, Like I said, he won. In, he's a winner at Dover in the Xfinity Series. I'm going with Busher. I don't think – I just don't think it's close. I think Busher is a great candidate to finish in the top ten. Yeah, solid, solid. you know, I actually – I I'm a, almost 100% going to agree with you on – I don't – actually, I, I can't think of anything you said that I disagree with. Yeah, I think this one's not even close. When I saw these two matchups, I was like, Busher by far – Bubba um, hasn't shown me anything this year. I think he has good equipment and he doesn't drive it well. I think Chris Busher has shown me so much this year that I didn't know about him. Um, I've heard people kind of hype him up here and there, and I've always been like, I just don't see what you're talking about. This season, I'm like, okay, he's actually driving his equipment and I'm impressed. And as a Texan, he makes me proud because he's the only fucking Texan in the Cup Series for whatever reason. So, yeah, I agree. I could see him, you know, contending for, you know, right outside a top 10 finish um, at this track. Bubba will probably finish like 26th. Probably. I totally Watch. Agree if he finishes 26th, though, come on, guys. Hey, hey, hey. I just, I really think, I know you said his, uh, you think he's just not driving well. I just think with the guard pains of a new team, his I just don't think. Have you seen him? Have you seen him in the lead in any of these races? He throws the sloppiest blocks I've ever seen. It looks like he wants to get taken out. Talladega, he was leading for a number of laps, and I'm surprised nobody took him out. Uh, Truex had to go on his radio and be like, "This dude needs to watch out." Like. He's driving like a maniac on the track. I don't think he's driving his equipment well. I think if you put Hamlin or any other talented driver in that equipment, they would be clicking off top 15s, probably a couple top 10 finishes. Well, and th- yeah, but Hamlin's a Hall of Famer. Bubba Wallace is, hasn't won a. Okay, won Austin a- Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Chris Busher, William Byron, Alex Bowman. I think, <laughs> I think they, those guys would run similar. I think they would run circles around him. I don't, I I don't understand. I've never understood the hype about Bubba. I've never seen him um, crushing it. And, and when people bring up like, Oh, he did really well. Like usually they go way down, you know, was he crushing in the Xfinity? I mean, I'm just, I don't think he's, I he's proven in the, in the trucks and in Xfinity that he can run solid and good equipment. Yeah. In the trucks, he's done pretty good. Um, and Xfinity, think, doing he he did well too. He was consistent and almost won a couple races, like I mentioned at Dover. Almost won a couple races. Okay, so so did Denny Hamlin, or um, not Denny Hamlin. So did uh, uh, Daniel Hemrick. Was he? Hemrick, I mean, <laughs> Hemrick's gonna win some races this year. I gotta tell you, I think uh, and Hemrick. I think he will. I think he will get some wins in Xfinity series. And yeah, I, think, I mean, sure, and he's good enough to race in Xfinity. But same with Bubba. I mean, what are we talking about here? Like, that's let's be honest. I think. I think Bubba and Hemrick are same level. Yeah, I I, I could agree with that. I We're think, going uh, down some rabbit holes. I think we'll see some speed and some better performance from Bubba this summer. I think we'll I, see I, speed, but we'll no better performance. I say let's get through this year and let's see what he's got next year. I'm I'm willing to be proven wrong on yeah. Bubba. Like I have been with I was, you know, I've doubted Chris Busher. And like I said, I'm starting to reconsider my thoughts on him. Um I'm I, I'd I, love to be proven wrong. But 
I think Bubba, you're totally right about Talladega. I thought Bubba ran well at Daytona, the speed week. But at Talladega, it was bizarre. He wasn't working well with his teammates at all, and they all were complaining at some point. Denny Hamlin complained, Truex complained, like you talked about. It was well, weird. We like mentioned was, we mentioned this in the last episode that it might be because he's feeling the pressure now, and he's kind of a you know a dog back into a corner kind of situation where he feels like he just has to do something, and so he's gonna start to become more dangerous as a driver because he's in a do or die situation which I mentioned before the season when this, when he took this deal that it was the uh, very risky and probably wasn't going to pay off. I think uh hot take here uh, before we move on. I think he runs top five of Daytona and it is a good pick to win. I think he might win the Daytona race. That's it. And I, then the, I feel like the pressure will be on and he'll be on the outside looking in and he'll do some dumb shit. And maybe exactly win, maybe what I was just going to say. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna cause the big one. I think he. I think he could be running up uh, in the top five because I think he has pretty good equipment. But I agree with Dakota. I think he is feeling the pressure, and I think he's gonna do something stupid and probably cause the big one there with like ten laps to go. Round four. I'm done with Bubba. I'm done talking about Bubba. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. We. You always want to get me in trouble with Bubba. People I've hate that. Bubba. I doubt All right. Him. Round four. A little Hendrix drama. Consistency on Byron or Elliot, our defending champ? Who we got? That's another tough one. Mm, this was a I tough try one. to make them spicy. Yeah, this was a good Elliot, one. Man, Elliot just has not had anywhere close to winning speed most of this year. It's been, you know, it's been weird. Um, I'll give them they got robbed on Daytona Road Course. He, yeah, well, yeah, he did. He did. He totally did, actually. Think of, I hated that race. I lost money on that one. Don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Um, I don't know, man. Byron is on an insane streak right now, and he, I think he ran fifth here in that one race I talked about where I think Jimmy finished third, Byron finished fourth, or, or Bowman finished fourth, and he finished fifth. But Bowman has had some really good runs here. Bowman's run P2 here before uh, a couple years back. Oh, wait, my bad. We're not talking about Bowman. I was just going to say, are we talking about Byron? Or- <laughs> I always want to talk about Byron and Bowman. I feel like that's always the I know. They're the same person. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That's always a matchup you'll see in like DraftKings and stuff. Is I do the same thing every single week. Um, I think I'm going to go with Elliot because I'm using what what's most likely to happen, whether you believe it or not. Streaks like what Byron is on are absolutely unprecedented. They really right. are. And if you go by averages, 
you just got to – you would expect it to drop. You would expect it to drop at some point. Uh, I think Byron could be good. Hendrick, like I said, Hendrick was really good here last year in the second race. Um, and they've had success with, you know, Chase Elliott won here in 18, Jimmy Johnson won here in 17. So, um, and that's that's a tough one. It's a good toss-up. I think most people will go with Byron because they want to ride the hot streak. I'm taking Elliott. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I just killed my last beer. So that means that the show has to wrap up soon. Um, I'm good. I'm going to go Byron be literally because of what Dale just said. Uh, he's on a hot streak and Elliot Byron as well. I mean, literally if you listen to what Dale had to say, it sounds like he should pick Byron. He, he's like, he's like Byron's on a hot streak. Elliot doesn't have the speed. He hasn't proven anything in this year. Yada, yada. So I, I'm going to go Byron because of all the things that Dale actually said. Uh, I think Elliot's going to get, um, at least two wins this season, but he's not there yet. It'll come this season. I just don't think it's here yet. I think at the end of the day, I think Larson's going to outrun all of them. But uh, because well, we'll get to that because we have to do our lock of the week and but and I just wild card. You just I predicted William Byron's outbreak or uh, breakout season like last year, and it kind of happened, but not really. This I was, was I was with you. I talked about this in our last episode. Uh, literally the same thing was I thought last season was going to be his breakout, and now it's happening which is great for him. I mean, I think he's proving his worth. So Rudy Fugle is proving his worth. I'll tell you what. His crew chief that he was paired yeah. with in the series, he has been yeah. outstanding. I mean, the, the difference is astronomical. Even though they were a playoff team last year, he won at Daytona. Uh, but this year, is it's just blowing it out of the park. So, But, yeah, I think if you're, you're, you're talking about Chase Elliott, who's the defending champion. Got to turn it around somewhere. Yeah, he will. He'll turn it around. All right. Who do we got? Uh, last last at the line. Ooh, our last lineup. one. I figured I'd take a little back, you know. Christopher Bell or Austin Dillon? Well, you know, you son of a bitch. Had to. Had to. I'm going Christopher Bell because um, I like – I just love his driver talent. This is this is a, the, aero, the favorable aero package. Uh, he's won here twice and uh, in, in, I think, three or four starts in the Xfinity Series. Which he won in the Xfinity series. He won just about everywhere. I mean, he was so dominant uh, in Xfinity and trucks. He had an incredible win at the road course that nobody expected earlier this year. The dri- the raw driver talent is there. Um, I like Austin Dillon. RCR has shown some strength this year. Uh, they yeah. kind of he kind of fell off at Darlington after a lot of people thought he'd run super well because he ran second there in the fall, but. I think Austin Dillon ran top ten in one of the races last year, top fifteen in the other race. Uh, C-Bell was in totally different equipment, so I don't know. that. I think I take it as a positive because he got the rookie stripes at Dover, tough racetrack. Um, with the equipment that Bell is in and the driver talent, I just I, I think it, it's a no-brainer for me, Bell over Dylan. Yeah, so Dale pretty much – I have, like, notes written down for all my picks, and Dale pretty much just fucking stole my notes. Like, I don't know <laughs> if he can see through the screen or something. Uh, when he was talking about why he's picking Bell, I was like, God damn it. He's saying everything I fucking, yeah. I mean, uh, he has two Xfinity wins here. He does well here. Uh, this season, if you look at the tracks that he's doing well at, it's this package. Uh, so yeah, I would agree. No brainer, which is really hard for me to say as an Austin Dillon fan. Um, I think Austin Dillon will get a victory this year. Fingers crossed. If not, he'll probably point his way into the playoffs. 
but I, this is not going to be the race. I think Christopher Bell is actually going to do really well here. I think he's, you know, we'll talk about him in a second. Um, Dakota? I think I'm also going to take Bell over Dylan. Dylan's been like hot or nothing. Like you don't even see him on mm-hmm. TV. Bell is really clicking off on that 20 if he's not screwing up and wrecking it in the wall. He's in the top six. He's got speed. I really think, like Byron is now, in a couple of years, I think Bell's going to be a huge threat in that 20. Yeah, and I think this is a track where he really shows his skill. Uh, he's shown that he's really good at Dover. So Yeah. I That's why I was pissed when you put this in these two. I was like, God damn it. Uh, usually I like to pick Austin Dillon, but with this one, that's good. I, hard, I think this was the choice. worst of the choices you gave us. I just don't think Dylan has the. I just don't think RCR between Reddick and Dylan just have the muscle to compete with the Gibbs cars. I mean, it's and at Dover, I mean, neither neither of them. I don't think this is like Dover is not their track. You know, like Reddick Reddick's going to be good at any track where Larson's going to be good because they like to run similar. Um, and Austin Dillon has his you know handful of tracks that you can expect. Dover is not going to be it for RCR. I don't think uh, they have been doing better this year, though, as you said. So. Right. To wrap it up, I like I like to do weekly picks for lock of the week and wild card. We'll just burn through these real quick because we've went like thirty minutes over. Yeah, <laughs> you're at a longest this episode right is, now. This is the longest episode by far. By the way, uh, we usually cut it off at about an hour. So um, I'll just I'll just do mine real quick. Lock of the week, I have to go Martin yeah. Trucks Jr. Um, he he has three wins here already. He is dominating wins in the season. I mean, it's almost like the perfect, you know, disaster like for him because it seems too good to be true. So because it looks so good on paper, as I was saying earlier, it, he'll probably fucking wreck out in like lap 10. But just because of you. Right. Um, I'm a big jinx guy. But it, if I got to pick a lock of the week, like it has to be Martin Trucks Jr. I don't see any other driver really competing with Martin Truex Jr. right now in his equipment with his momentum at Dover. And then my wild card, actually, before you even sent me these at the lines, was Christopher Bell. Because, Ooh. yeah, because I, he's done really well this season. He's in good equipment, and he has proven that he's very good at Dover. And he was at, like, plus 2,500. Uh, Dale, you bet a lot. You might... No, if that's different, but I think he was at plus 2,500. So I was like, that that's would exactly be a right. okay. draft game, the sports book. He's plus 2,500 to win. Yeah. So I was like, that would be a good wild card of like a guy that, you know, he's probably right around like Austin Dillon or something. And uh, I think he's probably a good pick. Dale, what do you got? I, uh, I'm on the C bell train with you. And we're talking about locks. I'll give one free pick. It's for people that are watching. It will be on my premium card. Ooh, it'll be on my card. Y'all check in. Uh, Christopher Bell, stay on the Bell train. Top ten. It's at minus one eighteen, which I think is very, very good value for a top ten finish. Absolutely, yeah. I just man, yeah, I would take that. I'm I'm probably gonna hammer it on Sunday. That's probably gonna be a max bet. Uh, like we talked about, I mean, he's in great equipment. He's had success, the success of this track in another series. He's got two Dover races under his belt. Um, and the driver talent obviously is there. I mean, I think he, like you said, I think he's a threat to win. You call him a wild card. I wouldn't even call him a wild card. I think he, with the equipment and 
I mean, I think he could easily run top five, maybe top three. And, and to be fair, I only said wildcard because I looked, I was looking up odds and I said plus 2,500. And I was like, I don't know underdog. why. What? Crazy underdog. Um, right. So for my wildcard pick, um, we talked about it earlier in the show. I really like Chris Busher. Um, drafting Sportsbook, he's plus 400. That's a good one. In. I think that's pretty insane value considering. He's had uh, some really strong runs. Homestead was a insane run where he dominated the whole first stage of the race. I know it's a totally different track, but it really speaks volumes on how the program of Roush has uh, added right. a lot to compared to 2020 and certainly 2019. So, um, and he's not, he has good momentum. He ran, I think he ran ninth at Darlington last week. Newman ran tenth. Uh, there, this is the, the year of the bush. Roush, yeah, Roush is moving. Just in general, Roush is moving in the right direction, I think. So, Chris Busher, top 10, plus 400. Uh, he's plus, I think he's 3,000 for like a top three or something. He's like plus 15,000 to win. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, for, for Chris like, Busher for a W, I'm sure it's just insane. Uh, and it could, I, I, uh, and it's crazy, but I really think based off their speed, I mean, we've seen some surprises like Daniels. He might get a win this year. Yeah. Daniel Suarez dominating the Bristol dirt. No one saw that coming. Christopher Bush or Chris Busher had a hot rod for the first half of the race at Homestead. We're going to see, I think we'll see more like that with unpredictability of no practice in the qualifying. Uh, because right. these, you got talented engineers and on every team, except Quinn Half and Rick Ware that can uh, <laughs> have a car unloaded fast. Right. You know? So I, I, I like Chris Busher is just a, a very high value part. A low value play, I guess, is what you would you would call him. Uh, plus four hundred for a top ten is my favorite. Hey, I like those odds. All right, Dakota, what do you got? My main pick, I'm taking Kyle Larson. He won here last time he was here. The five is hot. Can you not pick him almost every other week? Ooh, and a not so you know mentionable wild horse. I'm taking Tyler Reddick. The boy's hot. I will take him in any car you have to handle any wild track. I'm taking Tyler Reddick. Has he boy. ever got a win at this race? That's a Who, fucking Kyle name. Larson. No, Tyler Reddick. No, I said it was a wild Reddick. I don't believe one here. In um, that those were terrible picks. Um, anyway, okay. Go Dale, thanks for coming on. Uh, we had a great time. This is the longest episode we've done. So congratulations. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should that. say congratulations or sorry, but yeah, this is <laughs> the longest episode. The, I can, dude, I, and you found out. I mean, I don't know how much you guys knew about me on a statistical basis or how much I keep up with, but I could talk NASCAR for way too long. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I can tell you guys are the exact same way. So, yeah. I really appreciate it. I had a great time. It's, it's yeah. all fun to talk about. Well, the most favorite, uh, my most favorite thing in life, which is NASCAR. So, and yeah, next yeah. weekend, I'll see you in Austin. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely, brother. All right, man. Take care. Peace. Thank y'all. See y'all. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.